So for those of you who are listening in, you can hear another voice in with me. And for those of you who are watching in, we should look at the camera though, not my screen. Camera, no, look at screen. You're going to look there? I'm going to look there because I want to see the beautiful Andrew. Well, Andrew, is. I'm going to be doing this a lot. I'm going to be like side-eyeing, but in a good way. Okay. How dare, how dare Andrew cover his camera. <laughs> I want to see your beautiful face. This is why I came here today. Ladies and gentlemen, the fact checker Mahal is in the studio just for the Mahal of it. And uh, as a celebratory response to that, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it off right now. Um, we have. Be careful. It's some, combined space. Some homemade mead. Utah's. Some homemade maple peas. syrup. Homemade maple syrups. I'm going to pop it. Ooh. Add a nice pop. Give it a smell. Give it a smell. You like mead, right? Yeah, I love mead. So we're going to have You're some mead a, in this in the studio. Doing a tonight. review. So it's going to be a, a review of the mead of Utah mead. It's going to be a BTP podcast episode while Josh and Morshadi review B- mead. BTP. BTP. BTP yeah, Get out. Is that about half? Let's get this even. Let's get this even. Let me put my mug up next to yours. Uh, your mug up to mine. Yeah. My mug to yours. Indeed. These are these are some pretty attractive mugs, Aren't wouldn't they? you they say? Frosty mugs. They are so frosty. Oh, cheers. 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 PTP would like to take this moment to remind everybody watching or listening to only consume any alcoholic beverages if you're legal <laughs> age and responsibly. This is a drier mead. Indeed. It's not as it's not as sweet. How do you make mead in the dryer? Any what? How do you make mead in the dryer? Well, you generally you wouldn't start, but the punching your co-host in mean, the balls, and also you nice to say to more that's broken. <laughs> Wait, I'm a co-host now. Yes, <laughs> fuck you, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'd like to point out more here on the night that Daniel's not here. It seems their their beef continues. Mm. I have well, not chosen sides. Well, if Daniel was here, then no one would ever see this again. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the curse continues. <laughs> let me start off again we're the black tower yeah. podcast we're taintier we're badder and we're more shoddier does that one does that one work is that a yeah, good that, take that works that, one, that a works take. a lot better we're gonna chalk that one up to jokes that josh tells that jokes. he doesn't really mean to tell Jokes that We're going to chalk that to like over caution because wife. people don't listen to everything somebody says or use context and listening and to anything anybody says. We don't want to get canceled. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like Welcome back. It's another episode. I am your boy, Jean Mahal uh, Andrew. I almost forgot my own name. <laughs> I'm a little All on right. the tired side, but W's Look. got me covered. Yeah, get your W out. Yeah. Whip it out. What about your dubby? Yeah. Show us your dubby. I, I will later on. We'll see if they're fully back in stock. They thought March. So if you've been trying to order stuff from dubby and you yeah. see that it's pre-order, they thought they'd be back in stock by March. We'll see. And when they're back in stock, we'll probably fully plug them again. But if you want to check it out anyway, link in the description below or show notes. And or If you wherever. do get some, tag us on Twitter and do a hashtag show us your dubby. If you want to try some right now, you can get the uh, the Dragonade flavor. They have like the the starter kit. There's a mixer bottle and two like sample packets of it, so you can at least try it to see if you even That's want true. to spend the money on it. 
But it's pretty That's good. True. Really like it. I say we're gonna it, like not plug them yet, and then pretty much plug them. And then anyway. we just basically plug them. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm go, I'm your Sorovan Mahail, Josh, and my guest today with me is the fact checker Mahail. The fact checker Mahail. You're gonna see him do this a lot. You should have done yeah. that. Where were you earlier, Dick? Man, I'm not fact checker. Yeah, I'm not, not going to bring it up again because I don't want to give Andrew too much too much to do on here. That's fine. But no, I always have always have plenty to do regardless. Who who are we plugging tonight? I forgot. They're new. Well, they're not new, but they're new is in their name. Oh, that's right. So if you see that, that's why I wore this shirt. Yeah. So remember, look at this shirt. You think it's pretty? You think it's beautiful? That's because it is pretty and beautiful. And I designed it with the help of the supremely talented Jen at newcreationsbyjen.com. Go to newcreationsbyjen.com. And then go there. She's got a full section of so many Wheel of Time content creators that have amazing merch ideas. this is one of ours. We have a store on there as well. That is where you can get one of our attractive BTP Frosty Migs. Get yourself a Frosty Mig. Um, get yourself a shirt. Get yourself a hat. Get yourself a pin. Whatever you want. Get it. Wheel of Time. It's going to be awesome. Uh, after you're done on New Creations by Jen. Actually, newcreationsbygen.com uh, has a link to it on our website at blacktowerpod.com. You get right there, Black Tower Pod, right at the top middle. There's, you know, go to our ner- merch and there's New Creations by Jen's right there. So you can click there and go there and see all the things. It's a true story. Yes, yes, you can. It's pretty dope. And if you're like, well, I already have a bunch of content creator merch or you guys randomly send me stuff because I'm a Patreon. Uh, you can check out uh, Rob's like souvenir series uh, where he's made a bunch of, you know, uh, things like Hindersnap, uh, Hindersnap bed and breakfast, uh, the wine spring Inn, Patton Fane's uh, goods, a whole bunch of stuff. Go and check it out. Rob and Jen do an amazing job and we can't say that enough. Fantastic people to work with. And if you're looking for something a bit more custom, uh, they do a lot of custom work in general, not just for Wheel of Time. So check them out and you can get in communication with them to figure out uh, if they are the option for you. Spoiler alert, they are. So do it and then tell them what we told you to do it. Or we'll True. bring 13 people to change your mind. Ooh, Otherwise, Black Tower Podcast is going to have to go back to get that Amazon daddy money. So. That's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> for every frosty mug you buy from New Creations by Jen, we get to resist Amazon for 30 more seconds. <laughs> help us help you. Yeah. The last Black check didn't clear the bank. The Black Tower doesn't <laughs> protect unless you do. I don't know. We'll, we'll work on it. I don't know. Be the, but be anyway. the, the, you know, the, the product condom for them that they would want to be for you. There you go. It didn't turn out very protect well. Protect us so. as we protect you. Yeah, yeah. It works. This Two is the reason protection. why I'm not on the podcast all the time. <laughs> like a phalanx. Yeah. Protect there you the go. person to your left. Knee, uh, thigh to shoulder. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So also, blacktowerpod.com has links for our Discord, which you're definitely going to want to be in 
Uh, if you're listening to us live right now, we reminded you last episode, if you're listening to this publicly on like YouTube or Podbean or anywhere else, you can find any podcast because we're fracking everywhere. Uh, somehow we, we, we finesse the system, I guess. Uh, on the 15th of March, we will have live to everyone in our Discord a live recording session with a fantastic guest who you will find out who it is on the 15th. But trust me, you don't want to miss it. I guarantee you know exactly who they are if you're interested even remotely in anything Wheel of Time. So go ahead and start guessing now, and then you can find out how right or wrong you, excuse me, how right or wrong you are on the First 15th live in our Discord. It's bragging rights. Yes. So go ahead and check that out. And if you want to be able to listen in and kind of live chat with us while we're live recording every other time, you can go ahead and join our Patreon. There's a link on blacktarpod.com. There's pretty cool things. You get like stickers and merch and all that different kind of stuff, depending on how much, how kind you want to be with your support. In fact, patrons today, at least 28 of you uh, within the next week to four weeks depending on if you're overseas from the u.s uh you'll be seeing a special little book with all kinds of tainty recipes coming your way those are sent out today march 1st as promised so go check out all the stuff and just enjoy more of our stuff i don't know it's like really just awkward ending just to spit it out. i don't know that's all i got for that but it's not all I have for everybody else. So we're going to go ahead and give you your spoiler warning so that as we oh, move into fully here. talking about the Wheel of Time, you don't have to worry about getting spoiled. Here you go. Don't get spoiled. Welcome to the Black Tower. Yeah. This is your spoiler condom. If you have not read the complete works of Robert Jordan, The Wheel of Time, books 1 to 14, and also New Spring, big bad book of white arts and the companion you are at risk of being spoiled spoilers come with side effects these side effects may include headache (laughs) nausea vomiting death dizziness vaginal or penile eruptions and ejaculations dysentery cardiac arrhythmia Mild heart explosions, varicose veins, darkened stool, darkened souls, more vomiting, arthritis, hemorrhoids, or diabetes, virginity, mild discomfort, vampirism or werewolfism. Gender inequality for the whole planet. Spontaneous dental hydroplosion, sugar highs, even more vomiting, or maybe just a mild rash. If you cannot deal with these side effects, please leave now. For fear of spoilers, you have been warned. You heard it here first, folks. You have been warned. For one and only warning. Now, I like that we were talking earlier. Until the next episode where we warn you again. Until the next episode where we warn you again. And then the one after that. That we were talking about combat and the phalanxes and things like that. Because it provides an excellent segue into tonight's episode. Which is 
Morsha, do you want to tell him? I have no idea. <laughs> they didn't tell me, so I'm going in raw. Oh, 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 oh! You see it? I see it. It's right there. He's got it. He's got it right there. That's the book. Yeah. That's right. He put it. It's yeah, now. It's, it's, it's okay. Behind, so it's behind him. It's behind Naruto. Yeah. It's it. There, I, there's I, your I, there's your picture. The, the books I, are real. I'm not ever going to see that because it's behind Naruto that has way too many episodes. <laughs> uh, One Piece has way too many episodes. No, it hasn't finished yet, so <laughs> I can't say that it has too many episodes yet. They all have too many episodes. That's yeah, true. But you know, Tonight we we're have talking episodes. <laughs> the Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Is what we're one. supposed to talk about. And the Wheel of Time. Tonight? Season two, 34 episodes a season. Let's, oh, do, let's go. I'm in. Let's go. Rafe, make it happen. Jeff, my Bazy buddy. I call him my Bazy buddy because me and Bezos are, yeah. you know, toit. Um, no, tonight we're talking about the Wheel of Time, a subject specifically within the Wheel of Time. I love kind of drawing it out like this. I feel like people listening are either really annoyed right now or laughing. And if you're laughing, you're non-existent. You're really annoyed right now. I mean, if we, go by comments, if we go by comments, we only get like one negative comment per 23 minutes of apparent nonsense. <laughs> so we haven't quite hey, hit 23 minutes. That's a good ratio. Yeah. I, I, I guess so. I'm going to, I'm going to call it a good ratio. I'm going to, I'm looking on the positive side, the green Aja, the battle Aja. The Aja to stand against the Dark One, Tom and Gaidon. That's what we're discussing tonight. Yeah. I I love the Green Aja. Yeah, that Aja. That's fine. That's a good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're also by numbers the most corrupted Aja in the White Tower. I am, you know, I, no, because that the Black Aja doesn't no, they exist. Are. That's a myth. Oh, okay. I see where it's you're going myth. now. It's, it's a myth. It's okay. It's like it's a myth. It's like it's, is it like chemtrails? It's a conspiracy theory. That's right. It's chemtrails. The, the black Aja is the the chemtrails of the wheel of time. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For the most part, which it's uh, they've made it kind of interesting because uh, in the TV show, since we can talk about that, because if you haven't watched all eight episodes yet, what are you doing? Get out of here and go watch or, or it. At least, or at least seven episodes. I mean, at, I, at the very least. I only acknowledge seven and a half episodes. <sighs> um, the So we talked about last time uh, the Blue Aja, and we mentioned when we talked about them that they're uh, historically very close allies with the Green Aja. So uh, with that... Uh, the show has taken an interesting kind of take on it, but they've also shown how surprising it is by having Alana of the Green Aja side a bit with Lee Andron when they're being scolded by the Amarlin Suan. So it's very interesting. I, I like how they they included that dynamic. Um, yes. And they uh, it was a way of like showing that it was shocking without having all the time to build up like the kind of inner politics of the White Tower. Yeah, but you, yeah. Do you know what else I'm loving about it? Just kind of focusing on the show. What I'm loving about Alana right now is that they've the done the same thing with Alana that they have done with Leandra. Mm-hmm. And they have made her so much more of a character that we love. Um, and, you know, and, and Alana, she has one very bad moment in the books. 
Um, and, you know, and there's, you know, there's a whole story around it and we can, we can dive into that if we want to, but this is not an Alana. That's for the Alana episode, which is coming in the future. Um, but in the show, like, so in the books, of course, as we know, is the green Aja is the only Aja to take more than a single warder. Um, not everyone does it, but some of them do. Um, and in the show, Alana the main. has two. I don't know if it's ever like said that like they're the only ones. I think it is. Like there's there's a lot of things like in the Wheel of Time that aren't done as absolutes. They're very anti-Sith in some of their ways. Because like the Red Aja, like in the books, the Red Aja typically well, typically doesn't take orders. Right. There have been ones that do. There, there are a few exceptions. I'm, um, I'm trying to lighten the load on Morshadi and try to catch some <laughs> things before, like, you know, because eventually he's going to a point where he's just going to, like, just, like, reach over and smack you, and then I'm going to have to do all kinds of censoring and everything. Yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, when it comes to that, any rule outside of the oaths are more cultural within the Aja. Guidelines than actual yeah. rules. <laughs> there are uh, sense in the sense of yeah, you just don't do that. And it because of the way the structure is and within the White Tower, you're told what to do. And it, if you're told what to do, then it is exactly that. And then you get compounded year after year. Eventually, yeah, no. With the exception of the Greens, everyone only has one order. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, I can walk yeah. that back. It's not, it's not like a rule or anything like that. Yeah. But traditionally and historically... Yeah. The green Aja are the only ones to yeah, participate in the practice of having bonded more than one warder. It's, yeah. it's the cultural norm of the White Tower. They are the only ones who practice polywardery. Polyamor, polywardery. And like, I mean, okay, throwing it out there real quick for like a poly appreciation for Alana and the two warders. That was so cool i don't know of another major tv show in which the sort of that like a poly thruple is so casually and so well done yeah no nothing nothing mainstream i haven't nothing seen comes to like mind that comes to mind that's not not put in a negative light or in a neutral light uh that was done extremely well yeah I mean, it pseudo happens in anime, but that's more of like a harem thing, which is its own niche, yeah. kind of separate. Uh, and generally, that's not like necessarily polyamory. It's more just like you have a bunch of people that like one person. It's like you have to decide, and we'll spend the next sixty episodes having them not decide, even though they clearly have a favorite. Because anime, but because anime. Uh, yeah, because anime. That's a lot of the reason things happen. Um, so yeah, the Green Aja, also known as Zebatal Aja, their whole kind of mantra while everybody else is like, we're going to make sure all the agreements and the treaties are good, or we're going to go collect intel for everybody, or we're going to go take down all the, the evil dastardly channelers in the world. They're just like, we're just here to fight. And that's what we're ready for. I mean, it is li literally the I fight of the age, but I feel like it's safe to be like the green Aja. Like when the, when the White Tower is being founded, the red Aja was like, we got to do something about them mans. And the blue Aja was like, we got to do something. And like the white Aja was like, we must be logical here. And the gray Aja was like, we've got to get the nations to stop warring for with each other. 
And the yellows were like, oh, we have to solve disease in the world. And then the greens were like, I'm here to fucking fight. And everybody was like. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool, like how every Aja gives like their their tantamount leader of the Aja, like a specific name. So like the blue Aja has the first selector. The green Aja is literally a captain general. The captain general. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, but they've always been uh, the second largest Aja after the Reds. So uh, since the founding of the White Tower, but the the Red Aja has been the largest by far historically, but over the last several hundred years in the books, that kind of gap between the size of the, of the Red and the Green Aja has significantly narrowed uh, more so on the side of the Red Aja shrinking in size um, and all of the Aja is kind of shrinking. Uh, so by the time of Galena's prophecy in New Spring, there's roughly 180 to 190 members of the Green Aja compared to roughly 200 of the Red Aja. So it's not a big difference. I mean, power-wise, it could be depending on like how strong they are, obviously. But Right, right. Well, and, and you know, it's an interesting... It's an interesting dynamic for an Aja because one of the core components of being an Aes Sedai is to basically not be a warrior. Like, you know, we're not going to use the power as a weapon. We're not going to, we're not even going to allow ourselves to make something with the power that can be used as a weapon. Um, they're bound by the three O's in that way, except of course for, you know, against Shadow Spawn and in defense of their life and their warder and another sister. Cool. That's great. The Green Aja was like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to be okay with that. I want to learn how to kill all the things. And, and you know, that's, that's kind of what they do. Technically, they can make quarter staffs, but they have to believe they're walking sticks. They have to believe it very firmly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we made a walking stick, but if you choose to use it as a weapon, you know, then you do you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to their dismay, though, uh, the green Aja winds up with the highest known concentration of black Aja uh, sisters. Yes, yes. At, Sadly, uh, 30, 38. Um, however, only six uh, are ever like we only ever learn the identity of six of them uh, in the actual in the actual books. Right. Um, what was the disparity between the green Aja and the red Aja? I'm gonna look that up. Like number wise, yeah. How many? It's like ten to twenty, roughly. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, you mean between like how many? Yeah. Uh, so the red Aja. Black Aja. So, so the, yeah. So the red Aja had how many black Aja hiding among them? Um, they had. Uh, let's see. Okay, we have a discrepancy uh, here. Twenties. So if the green, okay, we got a discrepancy in some of the source material, or not the source material, but uh, some of the references we're using, because according to uh, wat.fandom.com, green Aja has of 38, at least 38, and the red Aja had at least 48, around a quarter of the entire Aja. So according to wat.fandom, oh. it actually would be the red Aja that has the highest concentration, though we only I, ever learned the identity right. of five. I just found it. It says that the Ajas proportionally had also, the Red Aja had proportionately the greatest concentration of Black sisters with at least 48 
So, so almost almost an entire quarter of the red Aja. Yeah. So that's that's significant. Yeah. But, With but such I'm, notable you know, figures as Galena Kasbin and Leandrin Garal. Yes. And uh, not Elida. Elida wanted to be Black Sister, but they rejected her. They were like, you suck. That's what makes Elida. Yeah. That's what makes Elida so, like, actually evil. Doesn't have the oh, excuse yeah. of, of being a dark friend. But that's a that's a slightly different episode. Um <laughs> She wanted to start her own, you know, her own shit. So her she own. Be her, a lot of friends. Yeah. yeah. And it just didn't work out. A lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Elida has no friends. I feel like that's a Smeagol moment. So have no friends, Elder. Um, She's like, I'm, I'm Amarillo now. Let's build a big palace. And I can invite all my friends because everyone's my friends. To be fair, to I will be say, fair. I will fact check, W, to be fair. That palace plan started when Suwan was in, was there. <laughs> Fair. It wasn't meant to be a palace. I just, but it, it, it did get started then. So just it was it was repurposed, it was repurposed. Under, for all of her friends. For all of her friends. <laughs> no one ever moved in. But this is about the green Aja. <laughs> Nepotism at its finest. Nepotism. <laughs> Every other Aja gets this puny tower. We'll take the red palace. <laughs> she was like one bad acid trip away from being the queen of hearts oh my god um those of you that don't know that's alice in wonderland hey i do it i do it uh, another interesting thing about the green aja uh i believe and correct me if i'm wrong but i believe the uh, green aja leader is the only one who has advisors yeah they have the, the rest of them had like sitters and then there's the first strategist and the first tactician who are advisors to the captain general. And like the other heads are like the head. They're the head of the Aja. They do their thing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they have advisors, but their advisors are not titled in the book series. If you know of a title, drop it in the comment below. That'd be awesome. Uh, Crown of Swords. You're a crown swords. What are we That's talking the about? That's the title. Ha! I'll slap you, sir. <gasps> How dare you? Mr. <laughs> Beauregard, I do declare. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Okay, so here's one thing I wanted to see from the Green Aja that I didn't. Um, there are, in other Ajas, they have specialty weaves, right? Um, that they're taught as a member of an Aja. Like the Green Aja, I figured, would oh. have weaves. Okay. Weaves. Okay, okay. Specialty weaves. I would think that the, that the yellow Aja would have that other word. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, and so and so from when I was looking for like specialty weaves that the green that were special to the green Aja that only the green Aja knows that you know blah blah blah. I didn't see any. Um, and I'm I'm a little surprised by that because I would think that as the battle Aja that they specifically train to use the one power as a weapon against shadow spawn i why they should know what death gates are well here's the thing okay like matt matt's uh, daggers posted in there and that's actually if i was at home uh just listening to this this is exactly what i would say the the green aja is ineffective as shit um 
mainly because of probably two reasons. One is it's essentially sat on their title of the Battle Lodge since the last breaking. Right. Uh, two, they're actually an Anja that doesn't stick around the tower a lot. So they don't, despite having a military structure, they don't stay around. They go out and do things. Um, if you look in the encyclopedia, uh, it actually says that if they are held to be at the tower or told to be at the tower, they consider it a punishment. So they don't like sticking around. They don't like being around. They don't, it's, which means that it's bad for information gathering. So if there's any actual special weaves, they likely don't share it. I mean, I, and so, right. you know, of course, it doesn't get brought up a lot of. Well, I mean, also you also have. We also have the White Towers, like pre uh, Egwene, uh, inherent seeming aversion to combat-oriented weaves in total. Yeah. Um, so, like, none of the Ajas, like, like, they learn how to, like, make fire and do different things, um, normally, like, playing to the, the kind of inherent strengths to some degrees, but, you know, learning other stuff, because it's kind of implied that Moraine learned some of her... Uh, more combative weaves by being out and about and either just figuring it out right. or being taught by, you know, uh, a green Aja sister or, you know, by just encountering uh, other Chandlers. Cause of course in, in the books uh, and we'll see if it rings true in the, uh, in the show, like uh, female Chandlers can see the weaves of other female Chandlers. So if you can see it and watch what's happening, that's how most people learn uh, how to do different weaves. So I can see that. Um, well, and so we'll and see if they keep that. But yeah, where they are, the Aja that conducts combat with the power, there might just be too many to really list off. And where you're saying, where they're so fragmented, they all go off and do their own thing. There might be a bit thing. of a a restriction because of the oaths. You know, saying to not use the one power as a weapon, except in these cases. <laughs> They, depending on how they see it, they may not be able to actually practice combat weaves because if they see that as using it as a weapon, even in training, then the three O's, uh, well, the third O's would bar them from practicing, you know, upheaving an entire landscape with flows of, you know, air or freezing people with, with flows of air and water. You know, that's, that's an interesting that's an interesting. Like saying here, of, you're going to go out for range practice in the military, and you're going to shoot at the target yeah. with blank rounds. Like in theory, I mean, you get the concept, but you don't actually know if you're doing anything. And that you know that that actually brings up a really kind of interesting sort of challenge for the Green Aja because they are the Battle Aja. They are the Aja that is supposed to use the One Power as a weapon to defend against the Dark One at the end of the day. And there's only so much you can do throwing fireballs. I mean. I mean, that's it. There's only so much you can do throwing fireballs. There's only so much you can do without being able to practice different ways of weaponizing the one power. So, you know, the big the big moment that everybody likes to reference is when the Sean Chan like drop their uh, assassins and they they drop their attack on the White Tower just basically to see what would happen. And the Green Aja is like, essentially worthless they're essentially well, there's worthless. not many there most yeah. of them left with the blue aja i yeah absolutely 100 percent. like there there's there's not a lot of them there but as the ones who have been training for this moment quote unquote for their entire lives 
what happened? They, they, they fell short, right? Their, their capabilities, their, their expectations, they fell short. They, they did not perform as was expected of them. And the, you have the, been tried, you have been measured. Yeah. And you have and been, they found, have been wanting. found wanting. There's and your I, movie quote. There it is. If you don't know what that one is, we can't be. Yeah. Um, uh, but so there's there and there's one green sister. She's on the ground. They're doing kind of like a retreat relief camps. And she's like, what is going on right now? And all the there's yellows running around. Yeah, Matt Stagger got it. Nice boy. Uh, there's yellows running around, you know, healing people. There's browns running around saving different things. And there's a couple of greens that are setting up like triage units and and retreat units. And this one green sister's like. What the hell are we doing? This, this is what our Aja does. This is what we do. And then they go, and then someone goes, well, there's someone like up on the 38th floor doing really great. Who? Uh, you know, Egwene? <laughs> the damn novice? Are you freaking kidding me? Like, I know. She, but I mean, she got if you think about down. it, like the green Aja is the only Aja that by the oaths is unable to practice their purpose-built weaves. Exactly. Everybody else can practice their purpose-built weaves because using using the one power to take and hold uh, a male Chandler or a rogue female Chandler and learning the weaves for stilling and gentling and these kind of things, that's not weaponized. You can practice those things. You can you can yeah. say, this is how it's done. And Maybe that's why they like to be out and about so much. Like then, if they're in danger, then they can actually practice what they've heard about in theory. But it seems like they wind up probably serving more of like, um, like a lot of countries have this habit of sending in military advisors to train, like you know, other countries, you know, operatives and give guidance on military strategy. I, I imagine that's probably one of the big functions that the that the Green Aja uh, serves. I would, I would absolutely believe that they did a lot of. Yeah battlefield studies a lot of tactical and strategic studies um and as far as them going out into the world i mean that's very you know samurai-esque that's very ronin like now i'm a warrior in the green aja <coughs> excuse me why don't they have uh, a fob at tarwin's gap i'm sorry why don't they have a fob at tarwin's gap why don't they have a ford base at tarwin's gap like why is there no, not no, I a see what fair concentration of green the, Aja sisters there? I was thinking key fob. <laughs> no, not key fob. Ford operating no, Ford base. Ford operating base. Yeah, no, no, no. Brain back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Matt Stacker brought up too. Like they could have trained where the trollocs raid. Where did the trollocs raid across the borderlands? Like, why like, is there a not really great a fair point. contingent? Like, I mean, yes, plot wise, it would have rendered part of book one, you know, less impressive. It still would have been very impressive, but it would have like it would have dulled it I, a little bit. I actually think to the opposite. I think it would have made the Trolloc horde more threatening to know that. No, as were... I said it, I felt more and more wrong as I continued saying it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, like I mean, just imagine seventy-five green eyes to die there, and everybody's terrified of this force. It gives you an idea of how overwhelming the Trollocs are. And how, you know, just the sheer 
brute force of the shadow spawn. Um, God, that would have been really great. And I like, I like that they showed it. They, they did specify in the show. Uh, I have a love hate relationship with how they handled it in the show because Aglemar was so arrogant. We don't need your sisters here. You're not going to tell me what to do. And well, they fell into like, the trap of like seeing their presence as an insult to his capability. Yeah. yeah like, and, the, and oh, you're only here because you think I can't handle it. And and so it, it actually kind of makes me think that they're not going to be doing a great captains in the TV show because a great captain wouldn't fall for that. And in the book, when Marine showed up and Land showed up, Agamar was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. for. We've been sending letters to the White Tower and nobody's responded. So I actually, re- they, they kind of flipped that part on its head in the TV show, yeah. which I... I mean, given, given Robert Jordan's history with military and combat, it is, that, like, this is the first time I'm thinking of it. It is incredibly surprising that there aren't, like, at least, a t- like, uh, like um, contingents or, you know, small detachments of 20 to 30 green Aja sisters, sca- at least scattered All along throughout the, border the borderlands. borderlands. All along the borderlands. There, like, there cause, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, because where else can you learn? Where else can you put into practice where everybody else can do it at the tower for the most part? There is a mention, I can't remember which book it is, that there are green Aja sisters in the borderland, but there isn't like a a military structure, like you said, an FOB, which makes sense. But yeah. of course, how how often do we do you read these books and go? <laughs> right, yeah. Ugh! You know, that's the whole See, point, that's what right? happened. It's, they they didn't like, have enough pogs to deal with everything, so uh, they didn't deploy forces. Like there's there's pogs? a certain military like, that's yeah, learning that the hard way right now. Slammer. Like a slammer, like a throw your slammer on top you know? of the pogs. Okay, we're old. <sighs> I'm so am I. Oh, I I played Pogs weird. as a kid too. <laughs> okay, this is how lame I am. I actually was in a Pog tournament. Okay, I I, I got like two or three levels in. Y'all, so. like I I think your nerdity is like like. Mm. Here's the other thing for all you old timers: the Pog tournament was in the parking lot of a Montgomery Ward. <laughs> Looked it up. Look that up, children. Like, that was the cool place to be because they you know, usually had cool stuff in it. One of my favorite things was playing Pogs with random people at Leighton Hills Mall. Because that, that was, there was a very large presence in the mall. But we digress. Oh, yes. No, I, you know, that, that really kind of that really kind of is shocking. I hope in the future of the TV shows, Rafe, get this down, please, that other borderland nations do have green aja contingencies in that, their cities in their holds that would be a fair i think that would be a great way to address the kind of how it's like kind of mentioned but not really fully fleshed out sure. and also boost up the effectiveness and the strength of the faldar and troops because like their whole thing is we don't need help we've got this well, and it even throws in some kind of fun with, you know, Saldea with Taim, who comes in and says, ha Saldean, you bastards, like, I got you. I can run away. I've got the power. It makes him scarier 
to have escaped from Green Aja. I mean, that's part of what terrified us about Loghain in the TV show is that it took how many sisters to like take him down. And he had already captured, captured all of Gilda, had the king fighting for him and everything. Yeah. And, you know, he only got recaptured because of an unforeseen yeah. once in a lifetime kind of wild card event of Nynaeve coming in and going somewhat going super, super saiyan, saiyan, somewhat ultra instinct, <laughs> but healer version. Like that's when you find out that your, your, your white mage has been holding a lot back. <laughs> Why haven't you been healing us this whole time, asshole? <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy to heal you on one condition. What's my name? <laughs> hey, my name. It's Dende. What's that? So moving beyond like that potential kind of strategic oversight or uh, you know, maybe maybe it was in and it was just like, well, this doesn't add a ton to the stories we're going to edit out, which I disagree, but. Um, so this last meet was very profile forward. Once you started. Oh, yeah. Reviews of the meet. Yeah. yeah. Um, it really you could start feeling the, the local honey that they use. Um, so this is not this, too sweet, but not too bitter. Um, very this, good for a nice summer day. So this next meet, you're going to appreci appreciate. Appreciate, yes. Because this is from a hive of bees that fed on citrus oh. flowers, like a little, like orange trees and some, oh shit, okay, you got a little bit more than I did. It's because you're my guest. Okay, that works. Um, and so, now keep in mind, this has not been flavored with Ooh. anything. This is straight up just... We're just we're just honey. We're getting we're getting honey flavor one. from 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 bees butts from bees butts. Oh, that smells good. Oh, that's good. that's just honey. Ooh, that's good. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So uh, a good friend of mine, Kyla, she makes this. She has her own bees. She's she's the one that helps me with my beehive. Yum, 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 if yum. you want to start a beehive here in Utah, you need to talk. To what you're saying is, she's a keeper. The best. Uh, hey, uh, one uh, of the night out. goes to the Bajan Mahail. <laughs> okay, so where were we? Green Aja. There should be um, contingencies all along the borderlands. Yeah. Um, for for that, a military-oriented really the faction, there's a... Be. Yeah, for a military-oriented faction, like... That is the question. Yeah, as far as faction-built or faction-oriented purposes from the White <laughs> Tower, like, they, they might... They might be in contention for the title of most ineffectual. Like, because even the Red Aja goes out and gentles tons of male Chandlers and captures false dragons. I mean, they do uh, indeed capture and gentle Loghain, as well as at least two other false dragons that we know of, probably more. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, there is a fan favorite character who <laughs> never really gets to be in an Aja, but considers herself to be of the green Aja. Of Even though the by the time she makes this decision fully and is able to vocalize it, well, she makes the decision well before this happens, but. Right. But she, she wasn't able to get tested and accepted yeah. into the uh, she, she kind of jumps 
She kind of jumps a, a grade there. It goes straight bit. from straight from accepted to, you know, nothing, nothing too big, nothing too crazy. Just, you know, the Omerlin seat. Just just the Omerlin seat. Yeah. Just the just the jump. Just a little just, bit. Um they're, they're like that person in your juggle, office juggle, that's juggle. really great at coding and they create all these codes for everybody. And then for some reason, they're now the IT, IT director. But you know what, though? They do a great job. Yeah, that's that's what they do. But it's kind of yeah. when I was like, you know, I would have really liked to have been a, a, be able to apply. Maybe. But, you know, maybe great. One, maybe one day. One day. Maybe one, maybe one day. You know, another interesting. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and finish your point with that. Sorry. No, that was that was it. That was it. That, that is essentially a Gwen's agent. Yes. Another well, one uh, she fun fact, belongs to. Another fun fact about this is that there is another sister who was of the blue Aja. Yep. Was stilled and expelled and then healed and was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm here to fuck and fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was stilled and then she jailbroke. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. But she came back and she was like, "Uh, you know what? I want to have three or four warders. Let's get it. Like, I'm going to get it. It, And we're talking about Liana Sharif, who was once Keeper of the Chronicles with Suwon and uh, was stilled and deposed and expelled from the order. And uh, yeah, she came back. When she came back, they kind of went, we've never done this before. Uh, I guess welcome back to being an Aes Sedai. You can retake your oaths and well, well, reapply. Well, as far as the Saladar Aes Sedai, they, yeah. they were still held under their oaths. Yes, yes. they, they did. <laughs> That didn't come up until Egwene was like, oh, and by the way, yeah. I'm here. It's also kind of interesting that she went from the blue Aja to the green Aja because the green Aja did play a part in her own uh, uh, being deposed and stilling. I almost uh, wonder if much to like the some much to the shock there. of the tower or to a lot of uh, of Aes Sedai in the tower. I mean, we know that one of the green sisters that voted uh, in favor of deposing Suan and Leon was Black Aja. The other one was just convinced. A chump. <laughs> well, I mean, they had to have been chumps because Elida got everything done with the bare minimum quorum necessary to do it. Yeah. So everything who was there was either Black Aja, uh, people strong who armed, strong armed, or chumps who yeah. just got strung along. So, well, in, in the words of Jack Sparrow, this is politics. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it is. So no, that's exactly what it is. And and I I also like that in yeah, you know, I'm really loving this parallel to the Green Aja and like Samurai or Traveling Ronin. Like I'm really digging this because you've got probably one of the strongest military forces scattered and just wandering aimlessly. Really no purpose, no direction. They're just kind of Help out here, help out there, do a good deed here, do a good deed there. Check in with the 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 green Aja every once in a while, make sure things are cool, and then just kind of keep doing what you do. And yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, and then speaking of cis, in the age of gateways, that's great. Yeah, as you go, hey, it's time to come back. Sweet. <laughs> you know, in the age before gateways, yeah, traveling between any other nations to the White Tower, it poses it's, it's a like challenge. A three months travel. Yeah. You know, so yeah. hey, last battle's happening. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! I better get <laughs> back up there. And as we've seen with the time dilation, that's more like years. Come, Shadowfax, <laughs> show me the meaning of haste. Yeah. Still going to be there in a month, bro. Uh, another notable Aes Sedai from the Green Aja, Cad Swain. And in yes. fact, the the tenth known Green Sister to be made Amarlin. At least That's within true. the last millennia. That is also true, yes. <laughs> Made Amarillan against her will. Very much against her will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love yeah. at the end of the like A Memory of Light, and they're like, by the way... <laughs> we really need uh, your leadership. Cad Swain is like, yes, what do you want, child? And the, the Aes Sedai are like, you have been summoned before you know they start the she's like oh no 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 <laughs> well it's funny because they're like she's they ask a question and she's like that's a question for the omerlin and they're like yes why do you think we're asking you and she's like fuck <laughs> oh hell no yeah. and i just i want i want in the tv show i want this scene to happen first off and second off i want someone to be like oh no you don't you're not getting it out of it this time because there are other times in which she has been um, for that, and then she ran away. <laughs> yeah, she, they they were like they were like, no, we're going to nail her ass down. She's going to be Amerlin, and she was like, oh, am I? Woo-hoo! And just disappears. Which had a lot of sisters wondering if she had rediscovered traveling because nobody knows how the hell she disappears. She just yeah, pieces out. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, she's definitely very very skilled. Well, no, she. I mean, we know as readers that she didn't know traveling because she gets taught yes. that um, by the by the by Soralia, I believe, with the yes. wise ones as like, yes. a, hey, just to show that we're not, you know, this is our earnest deposit <laughs> on buying this house. <laughs> I won't give you water, but I will give you this super badass weave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so the Green Aja has, uh, we don't know a lot about their history. It's just like these kind of generic feelings about their history. I say generic. But during the Trollic Wars, like the Green Aja by itself was the counter to all of the Dreadlords. And yes. the their battles were, they weren't like, you know, drastically one-sided battles. They were very close contention battles that resulted in many from, from both sides dying. Um and they were like these eyes, these green Aja eyes to die were renowned for their bravery and their strength to the point that Dreadlords and Shadow Spawn, when they saw and they could tell green Aja, shit their fur. <laughs> they oh, were terrified. Over here. Over here. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, we're terrified. <laughs> I don't, I don't fear much, but that, <laughs> that, that scares that me scares to the bone. <laughs> But yeah, so you you have this Asha that has this illustrious history, all these battle like accommodations. You know, it's it's like the it'd be like the equivalent of seeing like the 82nd Airborne, and then they all now work personnel jobs. You're just kind of like, what happened? What happened? Like you you were the ones we called when the shit hit the literal fan. And now, if it's not signing my DD-214 to get out, I might as well leave you alone. And even that, I got to fight with you for months about. 
Do you know, it's interesting to note as well that when the Shan Chan attacked the White Tower, now we already discussed that a lot yeah. of them were not present for that. But with the, what, 38 sisters, so you've got anywhere from 180 to 190-ish green Aja in the tower, or, or as Aes Sedai at this point in time. 38 of them are black Aja, so you remove them from the equation. Let's call it 40 to make the math easy, because I don't brain, I has dumb. Um, so now you're looking at 140 to 150 green Aja. After that attack, you let's see, you're down to 130, 140. I'd be interested to, ch to check the numbers and find out, like, per capita, how many Green Sisters were either killed or taken on that night. Because that really only puts the range of the Shan Chan battle. About 10-ish Green Sisters were killed or taken that night. Which means, no... They didn't mount up a good offense. They didn't reorganize and and re uh, you know they didn't rebolster their front lines, so to speak. They didn't even really establish lines. They kind of ran around squawking, and by the time they were able to catch their breath, organize themselves, and start mounting a counterattack, the Shan Shan were like, "Okay, cool. The element of surprise is gone." They that that's literally a retelling of Pearl Harbor. Okay, the Japanese are the Shan Chan, the White Tower is Pearl Harbor. And the second the US Navy started to mount a counterattack, the second they started getting planes in the air, the second we started to, you know, reestablish control of the engagement, Admiral Yamamoto was like, nope, we have no longer had the element of surprise. We will retreat, head back home now. And it's one of the most effective surprise attacks in u.s history or in japanese history probably um it's funny because it's still considered a, a colossal failure on whose part on the on the part of the japanese well uh, you know because the whole in thing the long like, run yes in the long yeah. run yes well even because immediately because yamamoto is famous for saying that he fears they've only awoken a sleeping giant Exactly. Because the, the main purpose of the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor was to destroy uh, the, what, the Seventh Fleet's, like, what, five or six carriers? Yeah, the, it was four, it was to, four to six. I can't remember how many. It was to cripple the Pacific Fleet mm -hmm. so that they would have a tactical advantage in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And then none of the carriers are there. So you can, that's kind of tantamount, like, if we're only looking at the Green Aja to most of the Green Aja not being at the White Tower. Right. So. Because they, they do come back, and they're definitely more effective coming out of the Rebel Tower than they are yes. coming out of the White Tower. It's it's not by gulfs of different effectiveness, but they're still yeah. more effective because well, they've had some semblance of practice with actually coming up with tactics to use against other Chandlers. Sure. You know, how, well, how, can, we, how can we lay siege to the White Tower to force Elida out so that she surrenders the tower to us? I mean, it helps they got Gareth Brynn there, but... Yeah, well, yeah. Grandpa Gareth. Um, they, you know, this actually brings up another really great point, because in these engagements, the Green Aja... You, anybody who's ever done any sort of, like, uh, sparring or MMA or anything like that, like, every once in a while, like, what they, they call it getting your bell rung, all right? Someone will hit you, um, someone will knock the wind out of you, and it's just like, oh, God, okay, I need a minute. You know, we weren't supposed to be hitting hard. And, you know, they accidentally 
caught you with a, a hook or something and you're just like oh okay i need a minute and it's called getting your bell rung the white tower got its bell rung like the sean chan came in and said we can do this anytime we want to and the white tower was like shit we are ill prepared and if we are ill prepared for a small raid from the sean chan we are in big trouble with Tarman Gaiden bearing down upon us. And a lot of the Aes Sedai, so, so in, in a sense, you can also see, you can also say that the Shan Chan's raid against the White Tower served only to awaken a sleeping giant because it forced a lot of the sitters in the White Tower to say, well, we can't ignore Elida anymore. Something has got to be done. We've got Egwene, who is already legally raised as an Amarillan seat. We should pay more attention to her and see if this is something that we can back. This is something that we can get behind. And there is a specific interaction where she wins the respect of the Captain General of the Green Aes Sedai, of the Green Aja in, in the White Tower. And it's, it's a, well, I mean, she gets, she essentially gets tested by the heads and or sitters of each Aja. Um, and it's the green Aja that they start, you know, they start quizzing her. They're like, well, what, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And what about that? And Egwene is like, yeah, no, that's stupid. Or no, that's a great idea, except for blah, blah, blah. And she's, she's got the benefit of being taught by Swan. She's got the benefit of being trained by the wise ones. She has the benefit of the old blood of Manetherin singing in her veins. Just being a good person. And, and she's got the benefit of being a decent human being and a, a, I mean, a regular bad, a bad bitch. Let's just say it. She's a bad bitch. Um, I love Egwene. I don't care what anybody says. I love her. And having the, having the pattern behind her. I mean, she does have <laughs> now. Yeah. In the TV show, she's a Tavira okay. as well. This is a whole different discussion. There's a whole different. She discussion. had the she had the pattern behind her. But the the uh, the green Aja tests her, and and at one point in time, they even kind of imply that we would totally accept you into a green Aja. You know, I don't know why I channeled my Patrick Warburton for that. Yeah, but uh, you know, Gwen, if you want to be in the green Aja, there's a place for you. You can sit right next to me. You speak chickpeas, right? <laughs> I will say, though, the Shanchan attack served two purposes. Okay. One was what you just said. Yes. It kind of kicked off the whole sleeping, sleeping giant. Second, it allowed Brandon Sanderson to kill off Gawain. Well, and Sorry, third, duck sauce packet boy, duck sauce. It gave it gave an easy out for removing the obstacle of Elida. Yeah, yeah. There's that too. Because yeah, Eli oh. I'm sorry. You know, that, I, I mean, that was yeah. In my opinion, that was probably my least favorite part of that whole attack. I love the whole attack. Oh yeah, that was great, mm -hmm. fantastic. It showed off uh, Egwene. Um, How resourceful is Egwene? Like, like, and then just oh. being able to channel this much but guess what linking doesn't require good a lot about channeling and it doesn't affect the song yeah. Uh, yeah. it was fantastic great scenery great imagery all of that now on the one hand 
I love the fact that we get a scene where Elida wakes up in a bag and she's just yelling at <laughs> Like, let me go. I am the Elmer and see. It's like, oh, you baby. That's oh, so baby. cute. Oh. By the way, your name's not Elida anymore. Your yeah. name is, you know, stupid. But this, on the second hand, you know, I'm just bitch. like, ah, that was kind of, it was all, I wouldn't say anticlimactic, but it's not exactly how I wanted her to go. <clears throat> but, okay. In all seriousness, though, there is no worse fate. True, but I don't want that fate for anybody. Considering, <laughs> considering what Egwene went through, that is not a fate I would. I wish yeah, upon no, I, and I and I get that, and and that's and that's the thing is to to, to bring it back to the green Aja. Egwene scores major, major, major points with the Captain General of the Green Nausea. Not only with that engagement, because she's the only one inside the tower to mount a counteroffensive. And that alone right there, the Green Nausea is like, damn, girl, get it. Um, but it also, you know, I kind of puts Egwene on their radar, I would say. Because before that, she was a petulant child who was a pawn of the rebel Aes Sedai. And even, even the sister who is the most forgiving has to be, has to look at it like she was raised by rebels. Like letting her back in as a novice is a kindness. She does not deserve to be here. Well, up to that yeah. point, she had already made an impact on, on several sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and, and she had yeah. started to uh Shiri, oh not Shiriam, uh the new mistress of novices who went in for her daily spankings. Yeah, so uh so yeah, whatever. Anyway, you guys she know what I'm talking about. She had already started shit. to make her mark, but when she did that, she really um, you know, she really started to impress the green Aja. And it was at that point in time, I want to say. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say it was the green Aja was the only ones that went so far and was so bold as to say, you would been you would have been green. Like we will accept you as green. When you're raised to the shawl, come see me. Like they're the only ones who are bold enough to actually say, You're green. You're coming, you're coming with us. Well, they're also the ones that really push the point of her going through the Aes Sedai testing. Yes. Uh, because, like, being a more military or battle-minded faction, the, the hierarchy or the chain of command and the process to go through to achieve your your ranks or your titles or whatever is incredibly important. you uh, you got to earn your stripes. you got to earn. I will tell you this much right now. The worst place to be in the military, the worst position to be in the military is a second lieutenant straight out of college. Don't, mm -mm. if you, and this goes to everybody watching. If you had ever find yourselves as someone who is a college graduate, who has accepted a commission into the military, just know you're going to get it. Okay. They're going to give you the business. You have to earn your stripes. You've got to earn your respect. And a lot of people don't like it. Well, I mean, put it to a personal situation. How many you times can't do you come like in with it? a chip on your shoulder? Exactly. 
and, and, and put it in your own personal life, right? Imagine your job right now. Imagine them hiring a manager who knows absolutely nothing about your job and then comes in and tells you how to do your job a different way than you've been doing it this entire, it's annoying, it's frustrating. This is sort of the process that the Green Aja has when they're like, if she's gonna be the Amarillan seat, if she's gonna be Aes Sedai, if she's gonna be one of us, we're gonna hold her to that higher standard. It's not, you know, I, I can see how it can be taken as bullying and don't get me wrong, the line is very, very thin, I, I get it. But there is also a measure of requirement there. You must earn our respect. You must go through the same sort of struggle that the rest of us have gone through and you must earn the right to be one of us. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I said, the line is very fine. Please don't, please don't take me, you know, they're probably already got the 40% of my quote. Well, what's Josh loves hazing. He loves beating people up in bathrooms. No, I do not. That's the, that's the thing about it, right? Is everyone has to put in put in their time? Uh, we saw in New Spring. I know Andrew, you haven't read New Spring. So you don't know, know about this, so spoiler warning. It doesn't exist. When when Moraine and Swan became Asadai, they admitted in the book it is a brand new experience for them. They started learning new things. It it was it was school all over again, essentially, because. What they trained before was just to make sure that they were safe in, in channeling. Everything else after that was essentially a cultural experience. Yes. They had to go through that. Um, what the Saladar Asadai did was take an, an accepted who's been out of the out of the tower and made her own Homerland seat. Like, and the specific reason for that was, well, she's not part of this, and also we can manipulate her. Right. Like that was the reason. It wasn't because of like they thought that she would be good. They didn't think it was because like she was it wasn't taking part of this. If that was the case, they would have found some Asadai out in the world that hadn't been in the tower forever. Yeah. Like that it's because they wanted to control her. Otherwise, the purpose is there's a reason why we have our pres presidency limit in the United States has an age limit. Yes. We want someone who is at the very least. Put some miles on their soul. That soul limit is thirty-five. Yeah, yes, yes. Personally, uh, as, at thirty-five, I don't think I could. I, would <laughs> I have too much shit in my background. But you know, we there's want more years. I'll run, and this entire podcast will be used in every campaign <laughs> against me. I was about to say, yeah, exactly. No. Like, do you really want this guy to be in charge of the nuclear codes? Like, you know, I don't want. You know, people don't want. Like, they want people who have you've gone through the shit so that way you know oh i have they've seen this facet of life yeah so they can lead other people through that facet of life that is what an all moon does so of course it never i read it and i was like of course they would want to see this person go oh they passed these tests that we're giving them okay that makes sense they they are wise why is the why are the you know the wise ones in the waste always defer to people who are being the wisest one in that situation because they are the wise ones. And so, yeah, anyways, I'm starting to ramble. But it no, 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 me, so. it, it, it's, it's a valid point. And I mean, it, it goes back to the point that the green Aja, you know, uh, it, I 
think the story was written really, really well at this point in time because, and if I'm wrong and you interpreted this differently, please leave a comment below and let me know. But my interpretation of this interaction is the green Aja says, we like you, we want you, but we will not have dead weight within our order. Within the green Aja, every woman must do her part and every woman must carry her own weight. And if you can't do that, we still don't want you. Yes, we respect you. Yeah, you're hella awesome. And we absolutely love what you've done so far. But you need to go through the steps and you need to show that that was not a single moment of clarity or a single moment of badassery. You need to show that this is who you are consistently. And I think I really love that particular interaction for that reason. I mean, they, they recognize the potential, but they're like, there's, there's still a process here. And this process like solidifies that your potential isn't just, you can do things. It's, you have the capability to uh, evaluate and assess. And even in the hardest of circumstances that are uh, typically emotional uh, for a lot of these testings, that you're still able to maintain what makes an Aes Sedai an Aes Sedai. A calm, collected composure to see the task through. Even if the task is simple, is only as, uh, is only as serious as getting out. Like, yeah. you know, the way back up here, it comes only once. Well, and, and again, we talked earlier about the Green Aja studying strategy and, and tacticians and, you know, in, in, or in, in, in tactical maneuvers and things like that. How many times in battle does the leader have to make the call to willingly and knowingly send someone to their death? I mean, it's a trope. It's a bit of a trope in in modern uh pop culture you know there i I, re I remember an episode of star trek the next generation when counselor deanna troy is trying to get her her bridge crew certification and in the simulation she has to send jordy knowingly to his death to save the rest of the crew um saving private ryan there there are countless uh you know instances in that movie where someone said okay you're gonna have to run that way draw their fire do your best to not gain any more holes and we will try and kill this person as quickly as we can so that you don't die those are how many times does matt practice it with the with the band exactly oh like you might die but if we don't do this the rest of us will die and then again like the emphasis on the basics, on drilling, on the the simple parts, so that you can get to the most. I mean, that, that's tantamount for uh, just about any group anywhere, whether it's uh, like a sorority or fraternity, where you got to get the basics of like their kind of practices and traditions down to elevate or get higher in it. All the way to the military, you don't go into the military and the first thing they do is say like, "Here, plan a full scale incursion." Right. The first thing they do is like, cool, we're going to teach you how to shave and we're going to teach you how to stand <laughs> at attention. Like you're going to start with the basics and you're going to hate it. And except for the times where you get to laugh at fucking uh, at some guy robo walking or, or whoever robo walking because they're thinking too hard about their arm swing. The shit's fucking hilarious. 
but uh, everything that's starts with the basics, and that's the whole purpose of the tower. You start with the basics as a novice, and then you get tested to see, hey, can you meet the minimum standard of the accepted? You know, can you meet the bar we have set for for these? And then if you can, then you go through, you get a ton more training, you get to learn a lot more higher level stuff, and then ultimately it's like, okay, can you meet the minimum bar to be an Aes Sedai? Right. And, and there's then, there's no exception. And yeah. then and then when you get into the, you know, specifically with the green Aja, yeah, they got their bell rung. They 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 got their their butts kicked a little bit at the Shan Chan raid. But everybody gets their bell rung. It doesn't matter who you are. Everyone gets their bell rung. Everyone takes a hit. Everyone is gonna hit the mat. At one point in time or another, period. And can you ring my bell? Everybody hurts. Yeah. Sometimes. What's impressive is not some. I do not care if someone starts bragging to me. Oh man, I've been in ten MMA fights and I've never been hit. I'm not impressed. I'm not because it takes one time to get your bell rung in a fight. What's 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 the saying? What's the saying about like the whole knight in shining armor? A knight who has shiny armor has never had his metal tested. Exactly. What's impressive to me about the green Aja is, you know, it's real easy to point and say, yeah, they sucked and they, they, they lost and they did poorly. You're not wrong. That is a factual statement. They did lose. They did poorly. What's impressive about the green Aja is they learned from it. They took this moment of failure and they said, you know what? Not again. And we've, we've talked at great length on this show about how the White Tower in general has a real problem with learning lessons, with learning from failures, with learning from different you know, situations where they should be learning and they're not. Um, so to me, the Green Aja taking that as a as a learning experience is very very impressive to me i really like the green aja and how they respond to that and even kind of putting their faith in this really strange but really capable ex- novice who claims to be the omerlin when our current omerlin's kind of like stupid and what are we going to do this is this is a really tough place to be and I really feel like they've got a lot on their plate. You know, Tarm and Guidance coming. More and more people are starting to see that. More and more people are starting to accept that. More and more Aes Sedai are starting to accept that, but nobody's really saying it yet. Um, except for Egwene, who's like, you are all stupid. <laughs> you know what else is really impressive about the Green Aja? Morel Berengai. Berengari, rather. Yes. Very impressive. Morel is track record for saving warders from the the <laughs> death rage or whatever you want to call it. She got that good good. <laughs> I I'm sorry for that joke. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh a lot of times green sisters are see because they have so many warders and they have so much experience with dealing through the warders bond. A lot of them are given 
are, are seen as being skilled in handling warders. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, she had a lot of first-hand experience because she was a novice during the uh, the yes. IL war. Yes. So, which Warner, maybe maybe we need to do uh, later down the road, like when we're doing our, our background breakdowns, we can pick a couple uh, a couple sisters from different Ajas and talk about them because a lot of the characters, or most of the characters, or at least half the characters, whatever you want to look at. Um, have really cool stories, but some people's stories aren't that long, either because they just fall out of import to the story or, you know, they die or, or whatever the case happens, or they come in very late towards the end, um, which is what everybody dreams of, not coming yes. until the end. hey But. I see what you did. But yeah, I don't know. Um, so, so let's do this. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Final thoughts on the Green Aja. Like who wants to who wants to wrap it up first? I think I'll go first. Mainly Fact checker Mahale, wrap up the green aja for for a couple of points. One is I did learn something new. <gasps> oh, okay. Oh shit! Was the traveling because I actually never looked up the green aja on the encyclopedia. So the traveling around and the whole punishment thing, right? Which led to a discussion on this about whether or not. The green aja would be allowed to practice battle weaves, right? Which I've never actually thought about, right? Because of figure, hey, whatever. Um, well, that's so why we it's do actually so. So a lot of it is I have changed around now. The battle aja, the green aja, it was a little bit ineffective. Not necessarily in the tower. I meant more in the last battle, and that's actually mentioned by Adalorna Sadai that they are a bit ineffective. Um, Way to go, Adelorna Sadai. Yep. Adelorna at uh, North Harbor Pod. North Harbor Pod. Go check out North Harbor Pod. If you don't know where it is, find it. So they're ineffective. A lot of it is probably because of complacency <laughs> or trying to learn how to keep warders from dying. Um, but I've turned that around a little bit. So I, I forgive the, the green Aja uh, a little bit from the books. Um, they're still amazing. They've got some great characters. Uh, Alana is still like, is going to make a great impact on the TV show. It'll be very interesting to see how they handle some things. I think that they're still going to do it, in my opinion, but I think it might be slightly different. I think there might be a, and this might be just discussion for another show, but I think they're still going to do it, but they might tweak the situation a bit. But, I mean, that seems to be consistent. Yeah. Andrew? Um, I, I partially kind of forgive the Green Aja uh, as well for their for their ineffectiveness because they do seem to be the main Aja that's restricted by the oaths from serving their their kind of self-proclaimed purpose. I mean, that's how the Ajas were formed. All these people got together and they were like, well, I want to take care of all the crazy Chandlers that are destroying the world. Well, we want to take care of finding out everything that's going on in the world. Well, we want to preserve history. And the Green Aja was like, 
Well, we want to be prepared to fight whenever that shit inevitably happens again. You know, prophecies, Tarmagaiden, it's coming. Um, it is not entirely their fault uh, as an overall Aja that they aren't prepared, that they aren't uh, effective in what should be their shining moment. Like, if your whole thing is we stand ready for Tarmagaiden, then... I worry at what your definition of ready is. Um, it's like saying you're ready. Is yeah, yeah. It's like saying, "Oh, I'm ready for a tattoo," and going into the parlor with no money, no concept, no like anything, and you're like covered in I'm, like scabs and wounds I'm, or something. Yeah, no. Like you're you're not ready. You're not effective. And I think that uh, again uh, for for military oriented or war or fighting oriented uh, groups peacetime has uh, a danger of breeding complacency and i think that after the Aya war that is a big part of what has happened to the green aja that there's this idea uh that is propagated throughout the rest of the aja as well an except, idea. yeah uh, except for the ones in the know like moraine and the and uh, the seekers and everything that the last battle's far off. Oh, it's probably not going to be in our lifetime. Um, so I think it did lead to that complacency. But then again, uh, they are the only group that I can see that were very much directly, essentially barred from training for their purpose. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But overall, I mean, <laughs> they have some of the mo- some of the like most like interesting. Uh, characters uh, that they come out in the series. I mean, Morel is incredible. The scene where Nynaeve finally confronts Morel about Lance Vaughn, that's uh, that's an iconic scene. Um, yes. Kat Swain is just iconic from, from start to finish. Um, Alana, well, in the books, she's there. Um, <laughs> but, she gets a you know. I think she gets I think she gets uh, ganked uh, fairly in the end yeah Uh, but i think that may be more i I, brandon sanderson probably couldn't get it right at the end so he just kind of feigned it i I, I thought he did great anyway yeah i mean and then of course we we include Egwene uh to some extent with the green aja that is still more of a testament to her rather than the green aja but at least they saw the potential they did. We forgot one other main character, Green Aja, that just kind of, you know, defaulted into it. Do you guys know? Adelorna? No. Adelorna Sabat. Just defaulted into the Green Aja. Is Green Aja. Uh-huh. Who, who defaulted? We Elaine. talked about Leon. Oh, Elaine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're she, right. She, she didn't did. want to be in the Green Aja. She just defaulted into it because that's just how tradition works. That's a good point. <laughs> didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah I, you a, know what? A, I a I didn't characters re- of note thinking about the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, my, is one that of my, wow. my coworkers has really has really sold me on like this idea that Elaine like is pretty much done with like 85% of her purpose after like book three. But that's I a that's a whole different topic. Saying it. Anyway, we're not going to do that. That's that's all I got. Okay. 
final thoughts on the green Aja for me. Again, you know, the battle Aja. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a, a family-friendly channel. Keep it above the waist, guy. <laughs> it is above the waist. My hands are up here. <laughs> oh, I thought I saw one dip down below. No, no, you didn't. No, I promise. That's for later. <laughs> Exploring the outback. Now, the green Aja, you know, uh, what makes them distinctive is, you know, again, they're the only Aja who openly advertises that they're into battle. And they're the only Aja who takes on more than a single warder. Now, I'm, I'm going to kind of go with Morshadi here, and I'm going to say, you know, I never really thought about the fact that being a member of the Green Aja is largely a case study of war, more of a case study of war and less the, of a practice of war. Um, throughout the books, we never see a contingent or a unit or a, you know, as we said, a forward operating base anywhere in the borderlands filled with green sisters. And as a matter of fact, when Lan and Moraine show up to Faldara in the end of the eye of the world, there are like one or two other Aes Sedai there, I think. And Moraine's like, yeah, I don't want to talk to him. Like, it was like, no, I don't really care. to talk. I'm kind of doing my own thing right now. And the last thing I need is their business up in my business. So I would say that the big failing in the books of the Green Aja is having this sort of like, we study, they misrepresented themselves because in practice, in study, what they actually did was more of the theory of combat, which is great for tactics. It's great for strategy, but it's not great for putting yourself into that position of combat. It's not great, you know, as a samurai would wake up each morning and, and meditate upon the, the violent nature of their own death so that when they face it, it will not be something new to them. I feel like the Green Aja missed that part. Somehow they established, throughout the years, they established the idea that they would be leading the battle. And so they didn't really need to hone their practice with the one power until the Shanshan came and rang their bell. And they went, studying the theory of war is not enough. Overall, I really love the Green Aja. It gave us, it's given us, like I said, it's given us a poly thruple, <laughs> which I'm still geeking out over because I love it. Um, it's also given us probably the biggest example of Aes Sedai learning from their mistakes actually having a bit of humility and saying we lost the fact is we were soundly beaten and we need to figure out how to not let that happen again um so i i'm a huge fan of the green aja i'm a huge fan of their interaction with Egwene at the end of the series and uh you know adelorna tell your sisters to to keep up the good work and uh you know if you guys want to come over to the black tower Maybe bond a few Ashaman. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know we've 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 come to the end of another episode. Um, you you have fully been dispensed your weekly dose of taint. We hope you have found it enjoyable. Appreciate what you get. 
After you turn this off, you need to go to blacktowerpod.com. It's your one-stop shop for all Black Tower podcast needs. If you want to see events that are coming up, look at our calendar. If you want some of our merch, go to our merch links. If you want to see any of our uh, social medias, there's the place to find it all. Go follow us. Uh, leave leave a comments. What did we miss about the Green Aja? What did we say right? What did we get wrong? Leave a comment below. Let us know. And, uh, you know, I will say this, uh, Daniel, our Amon Khan Mahale, uh, normally we like to say something like, oh, we missed his presence, but that bastard is partying at Mardi Gras right now. And so, yeah, have fun, buddy. Yeah. Come back with lots of beads <laughs> and stories of how you got them. Oh, hey, we started know. a podcast so you don't have to be out here shaking it for beads. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be a prostitute. No, 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 no. You can say no to being a manhole, a male chigala. I mean, he is kind of a manhole. I mean, he is kind of. I mean, he's an. Actor. Aren't we all a bit of a manhole? No. I mean, when there's okay. beads involved. All right, no, that's too open of a statement. <laughs> Thank you so oh, much man. for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you much for being awesome. And we hope that you've left this episode just a wee bit more insane than you were when you first got here. So from all of us at the Black Tower, I have been your sort of on Mahale, Josh. I have been your fact checker, Mahale, Robert. And I have been your Bajan Mahel, Andrew. And as Daniel loves to say, we hope you're having a fantastic morning. And in case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and go fuck. I mean, good night. <laughs> I think he says it in that exact way, yeah. too. Go, go fuck, no, go fuck sure. yourself. Go fuck yourself. Love go fuck, you. Wait, is he from Jersey all of a sudden? Hey, go, go fuck go yourself. Fuck yourself. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you next week. Trouble just fitting 